This is Dyes and Chewy X, the podcast, episode 194 for the week of October 25th, 2009. Hello there and welcome back to Dies and Chewy X, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Dies and Chewy X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. We hope, we cross our fingers, we hope. Make no promises, my mind is still on vacation. I wish I was warm. <laughs> it's cold back up I'm here in Jersey. I'm cold in the house. Ugh. <laughs> Hey, Mary. Hiya. Yo, you're back with us. We took... How long have we been gone now? I don't even know. Was it just uh, a week that we missed? We were gone for six days, but those six days encompassed last weekend. Right. Hence our missing a show. So we missed one show. And I think, I think we think missed was. an episode before that. I think, we did. Or was it not? I, I forgot. <laughs> I, I think it was just the one. It's been a little sporadic lately, but we're, we're chugging along here. So welcome back, Mary. You were back from vacation with myself. Yes, Good times? Yeah, one-year anniversary vacation. Fantastic. So you're Mary. I am. And my name is Mike Vigito EX. We return to you with 194 of our show. Man, we're... Ah, 194 episodes. God damn. Where has the time gone? It's gone to just four years of Just about. Four years older, four years more jaded, four (laughs) years more merchandise than ever before. That is correct. All right, so what we got for you this episode? This is actually our short planned episode for the week that we didn't do. And now that we're back, we still wanted to do that. So we'll catch up on a little bit of news from that week and this week. And our topic is going to be a very, very brief review of the first Blu-ray for Dragon Ball Kai. So honestly, there you know, a whole lot to say about it, but I think there's a couple little things. And we got your releases, and I think we're going to do an email, and there's some other wonderful things for you. Mary, before we hit into the news, got some stuff for you. Oh, okay. So Namco Bandai has been sending a few things over. We have indeed posted them up on the homepage of the website. There's only one more to add right now. You can see the figures, and then there's this little box Goku paper cutout thing that I'm pretty sure I saw someone on the forum had cleaned up the PDF of and uh, done their own version. I'm going to put up the Piccolo one as well. Just little I don't even know what you want to call them. Little trinkets in celebration of the three new games coming out and stuff uh, sharing with you all. At least these little cutouts. You interested in doing the Goku and Piccolo one? Yeah, I'll do the Piccolo one. We'll we'll cut them out and we'll Put them up for people and you can look at them. I want pictures. If you're doing these, please take pictures. Make them in funny poses or like make a little diorama in a scene from the show. <laughs> Color his hair golden and then it can be two different characters. It's crazy. All right. So speaking of celebrating new games, first one is out over here in North America. That is Revenge of King Piccolo. I am about five hours into the story mode right now, which seems like I'm about 70 or 75% through that adventure mode. Look for the full review. That's going to be both on the podcast and a full written review on the website next week here on the show and the site. Another uh, site housekeeping stuff. This went up before we went on vacation. Dragon Ball episode 15 in the filler guide is all up in there. So if you're interested in that kind of stuffage, read along and learn. Mary, that's uh, my Dragon Ball stuffage. That's some good stuff, man, especially since it's free paper cutouts. Goodness. Indeedy. All right, let's take it on over to Zenus. Let's do it. 
Okay, well, we've got some more follow-up with this Maryland manga incident. Hard to believe that this is still going on, especially since we were gone for a week. It's kind of slipped my mind, personally, so the fact that it's still even ongoing is like, huh, okay. This is more a catch-up from the week we missed. I I think it's pretty died out by now. Yeah, there's not really much to add, but um, Delmarv... Sorry, I can't say the name of this channel. Delmarvanow.com has a third article from a different writer with a much more balanced viewpoint, which is pretty sweet. So uh, there's also the Delmarva, Delmarva Dealings website with three articles total. And that was the one where it's smut. Smut, man. Yes. And finally, uh, really interesting stuff from Jason Thompson, former employee over at Viz, uh, giving his thoughts about this and a whole bunch of other things. So we got that linked over on the site, too. Yeah, some good stuff in there. Comparisons with uh, Tengo Tenge. What is that show? Tenjo Tenge. Tenjo Tenge. Thank right. You. That was heavily censored by CMX when that came out a couple of years ago. Right. And I don't really know much about about it because i didn't pick up the manga i just watched the anime which was shit but uh, <laughs> uh that that's definitely more of the smut <laughs> category <laughs> absolutely than uh, dragon ball will ever hope to be right oh all right let's move on like you said there's not a whole lot of commentary yeah. to add you've probably all read uh, everything there is to read at this point so taking that over to video game stuffage but not the same kind of video game stuffage we were talking about earlier dragon ball online this is uh from mmo news apparently former designer on the game forgive me my Korean butchering here, Ku Jung-hoon, I apologize for all the Koreans listening, claimed he was being taken advantage of by the company and was going to be dismissed in a disgraceful manner, but uh, left the company on his own terms. Apparently, he had an agreement with the development company not to use some of his game designs in the final product, but they showed up Anyway, and now there's legal threats flying back and forth. I don't get that. Why would you design something that's and then not going to be in the game and then tell your employer, yeah. hey, don't use this? It's like, pff, what kind of a case is that? It, it sounds like both sides are total drama queens. I don't know what's going on. The article that this came from, they summed it up really well. They said, at the end of the day, people just want a good game. Iron the shit out and just give us a quality product. And I think that's really what people are looking for. So some additional housekeeping stuff. There was some Spanish releases that we missed. Uh, last week or the week before. In addition to the DBZ Dragon Box sets that compile the previous two-disc sets, everything else has been coming out. There's a Dragon Ball Z movie double features with the exception of Movie 13 and also their version of The Magic Begins, the old uh, Chinese, Chinese, Taiwanese, Taiwanese, uh, whatever it is. Whatever country that is (laughs) or is not, uh, that's coming out as well. The double movies were uh, 18 euros while DBZ Movie 13 was 11.95. Yeah. Interesting. 13 was by itself. Because it's a number. (laughs) I can't. Don't make sense of that. Our number in. I think the uh, ZTV specials are in there as well. So they've been chugging along for a couple of months. We just totally missed these. So uh, if you're over there in Spain, you're getting lots of good stuff. Speaking of home DVD releases, Funimation Dragon Box delayed one week. I'm not surprised. I'm not either. (laughs) Because it's going. uh, It would have been coming out really soon, and it didn't really feel like. I didn't get the sense that it was really ready. No, not at all. So the Amazon listing now says November 17th instead of November 10th. It seems like everyone, at least nearly everyone, got an email update from Amazon if you ordered it from Amazon. Mine says a delivery estimate of December 2nd to December 8th. I'm wondering if they've gotten such a demand for this set. Is Funimation just not producing enough now? Is there so much demand that they have to make up for that? 
like you said, it just does not feel like this is done. We're well, especially only, since they're... The audio stuff. Well, that's what I mean. Learning. That's mostly what I'm thinking of is like, if they're only just now announcing this news about what audio tracks are going to be on there, then it sounds like these things aren't even pressed yet. No, not at all. So that's it. I'm going to try and get some further confirmation on uh, what's going on here. I'm only just now coming back off of vacation to this news. So I don't really know what's going on, but that's what's in my email box. So speaking of coming back from vacation, one of the first things that we did in this here house was a download the raging blast demo we got ours for the ps3 just so as you know but you can also get the demo on the xbox 360 in this demo there's only three characters available uh, goku super saiyan and regular version piccolo and raditz this uh thing is dub only one background stage and with no opening theme yeah you know when the uh, burst limit demo came out it had the entire opening theme which i remember we were really taken aback by because it had the full vocal opening theme from Hironoku Kakeyama, and there are a couple stages you can play. This is kind of comparable, except there's no opening theme. It just kind of goes to a title screen with press start, and you can only play against the computer versus mode, and you can only play one fight before it kind of takes you back to the title screen. But I've played a couple rounds. I was saying to you, I do not remember how to play Sparking anymore. And since this is basically Sparking 4, or kind of Sparking 1 redo, it took a little bit of a adjusting. Uh, I think I started picking it up this last time I played through. I was playing as Raditz for versus Goku. Got my bearings again and how to charge up my key, how to do the special attacks. It does control differently. Uh, I'm not feeling any of this like holding two trigger buttons plus uh, up or down plus circle to do special moves. Seems like you're using the uh, analog sticks a little more in conjunction. But hey, it's up there. You can check it out. The game is due out, oh god, less than a month now. Then finally, one last news bit for you. Not really news, just something you might want to check out. IGN has put up a top 25 anime characters of all time list. Reading through it, it is pretty American release heavy. Ooh, I want to know more about this. Alright, you want to scroll through it a little bit? Yeah. It starts off number 25 is Shinji from Ava, and as I'm going down the list here, Kogeas is on here. What? Yes. Uh, Vegeta's 21. Uh, you keep scrolling through here. Like I said, it, it seems pretty American heavy, although I'm pretty sure Astro Boy is on the list as well. Yeah, you get your Bleach and your Haruhi and Ninja Scroll. Is that really a long-lasting Japanese Oh, yeah, seems like an archetype of <laughs> Japanese anime greatness. We've got Lupin and Makoto from Ghost in the Shell. We've got L here. Uh, I don't know if he's, you know, one of the greatest anime characters of all time. You know, an interesting character. It's Sailor Moon. All right, now we're talking. Pikachu, sure. Edward from FMA, number seven. I don't know. Maybe Naruto. Up- stuff from the, like, can't count stuff from the last seven years and say, it's the best from <laughs> all, all time. time. <laughs> it looks like scrolling through this list, it's stuff from like 1995 onwards. Right. Primarily. All right, let's go down the top five then. We've got Kenshin at number five. Eh, Spike I- at number four. Eh. Speed Racer at number three. Eh. Astro Boy at number two. Goku at number one. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, if it was a Japanese list, it'd probably be like Lupin at like one or something. And no, Macross no. people and Gundam people all up the wazoo. And... Well, that's the thing. The Japanese do a lot of these kind of lists every year, and they're very fickle. It's that's always true. It's always people from like the year. hits of that year. It'll be, you know, Goku and Astro Boy and like whoever the Gundam pretty boy of the moment is at number one. So it, it's really tough to do these lists. Everyone always disagrees with them. Oh, yeah. But here we've got Vegeta and Goku on uh, IGN's list. So something you might want to take a look at and see their reasonings and explanations. That's what I got for news. Sweet. All right, let's talk about Kai again. 
All right, I think we need to do, as always, a quick explanation of the release schedule and style for Kai. It is just entirely convoluted, makes no sense. The way this worked was Volume 1 was a single disc for both Blu-ray and DVD. That's pretty simple and easy to understand, right? All right, going forward, Blu-ray will be box set only. I think it's a combination of like three discs or something like that. And DVD will be single disc only. Oh, God. Now I thought we had it bad here. <laughs> it's like something the Japanese release schedule and formatting is just as fucked up as what we got. And the way they're kind of doing it is, all right, we've got these volume ones. Now, the next thing that comes out is the first blu-ray set and then the next single dvd of kai then how it will go is every month or so the next single dvd will come out and then when the single dvds catch up to where the blu-ray set was the next blu-ray set comes out and then they also continue onward with the next three or four single disc dvds so if you want the episodes as soon as possible you get the kai blu-ray sets all right Sure, whatever, craziness. The aspect ratio, we've talked about this before as well. The Blu-ray release is a high-definition 4x3, just like the original DBZ TV series was. And yes, it is in high-definition. The DVDs are the cropped 16x9 as they are aired on digital television in Japan. Yes, yeah, so Kai is cropped from a 4x3 aspect ratio for TV broadcast. If you want the original uncropped full frame, you have to go with the Blu-rays. If you want the widescreen as it was cropped on TV, you go with the individual disc DVDs. Uh, that's so weird because no matter Why what TV... No matter what... If you have like a standard TV or a widescreen high def TV, I feel like you're not getting the other piece of the puzzle. No, that's not entirely true. So you're one of those people where it's, I have a screen, I want it filled up. I don't want pillar bars anywhere. No, I'm not one of those people. I just think that just stick to an aspect ratio. Well, I mean, the thing don't confuse I don't people with the cropping. That's the thing that drives me nuts is why even make a distinction? If whatever it is on TV, great. The home release should just be a consistent, makes sense style. I mean, how much of this release has to do with otaku culture? How much does it have to do with what technology people own in Japan? Like, what's the reasoning behind it? I wish I could figure it out because I don't get their I thought processes. You know, there are plenty of people who bought both the Blu-ray and the DVD. And to you specific people... I call you crazy. I think you are insane. And um, I, I applaud your effort and your insanity. However, I only got the Blu-ray. That's all I need right now. That's what we're going to talk about. Mary, here is the packaging for you. Right. So the cover is really nifty because to me, I wish I had it in front of me. It, it's like a retread of an a image used for uh, DBZ Movie 6. It, yeah, it's kind of a variation of that shot. It's the last little ball he flings over at Metal Kula, mm-hmm. but he's in Super Saiyan there. Yeah, it just looks like a redrawn but regular version Goku with a smile of that pose with a happy smile on his <laughs> right. face. And there's English on the cover, like a little you know philosophical sentence, but it's actually not English. It's you know no, well written sense. and it's totally comprehensible. Yeah, let, me, let me read it for you. Dragon Ball Kai, a journey that began long ago in a place neither near nor far. A story of heroes passed down through the ages. Until now, this is our story. These are our heroes. Oh, so dramatic. It's pretty neat. Uh, I don't know if, about this being passed down through time. I mean, <laughs> we've had Z for, what, 25 years now? Something like that. Oh, 20 gosh. years. 
the 20 year celebration. Yeah, but the packaging itself, it's kind of a cardboard slipcase, and inside is the Blu ray packaging. Yeah, I mean, it seems a little bit unnecessary, just like a little bit too much stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of the cardboard thing over the actual case that you open and close, but what I like about it is that, you know, it's a lot of visual treats because you open it up, and on the case itself, it's a whole other image. Right, the inside image. I think that's the DVD cover as well. So you're kind of getting two variations with the Blu ray, which is Raditz in the background. Goku and Piccolo in the foreground. The back of the cardboard shows the three episode titles, a screenshot from each. And you get the main cast and the main staff and just the technical details down at the bottom. You know, it's 2,900 yen and this is the number and it's this many minutes and it's encoded with this codec and it's 4x3 and it's got a 2.0 stereo audio track. So all the, the base information. Blu-ray keep case itself is, you know, the standard thin bluish one. You open it up, there's the disc inside and you got a couple little uh, trinkets in there. You've got a dragon battle card with Goku on Kintone um, and it's labeled Speed. So if you're doing the Dragon Battlers thing there in Japanese arcade, you get an extra card. And I guess if you bought the limited edition Kai soundtrack, you can throw it in with your card holder. Your limited edition fluorescent orange card holder, Mary. This is where you can store that. Awesome. You got some other flyers in here for Dragon Ball stuff with like cell phones and Happy Net little flyer with their address and stuff. Uh, it's not that exciting. I guess it's more than I thought I would get because it comes with the card and it's got the cardboard packaging. That's all I want to say about the packaging. The content, Mary. Right, so we got three episodes. A whopping three episodes on a Blu-ray disc. (laughs) Wow. Even though it is a larger storage capacity, by including high-definition video on there, you're almost working at the same ratio of content to disc as you are with a DVD just because it takes up so much more space. But three episodes for a long series, I mean, we've been through this in the U.S. We don't do this anymore, yet they're still doing it over there in Japan. And for something that's on TV now, this is this is the thing that's driving me nuts a little bit. I think they started the home release too soon. I think if they delayed the home release a little longer, maybe they could do four episode discs and at least pump it up a little more. I think three is just, it just does not work these days. But, but let's talk about how this stuff actually looks. It looks amazing. The Blu-ray transfer for Kai is just absolutely fucking fantastic. I don't care if you're watching your lovely 600 meg whatever encodes online. This blows them away. The colors are just detailed and vibrant. There's no macro blocking. It just looks absolutely... It looks like an old show when it's not the retrace scenes. You, know, you still got a little bit of the jitter going on. It's still the DBZ footage, but it looks basically as Clear great as, hell. as upscale DBZ is going to look. How about the uh, 4x3? I mean, we're watching it's, it different from, you know. It's weird. It's jarring to me because there are those little quirky changes that make Kai what it is, but it's the same aspect ratio of the old show that I know and love. Right. So I'm like, I'm in Bizarro World where I'm getting these different things at the old aspect ratio. I kind of expect Kai to be just cropped and 16 by 9 because yeah. it's such a different product mm-hmm. like going back to 4 by 3 it, it's really displaced me well, what is this again I'm kind of about to stop and think about it I gotta say it felt right to me I've had such a huge problem with Funimation's Orin brick cropping I was not a fan of and we were so up and down leading up to Kai is it cropped is it not and Ultimately, it's being produced 4x3 and just cropped on TV. And to see it the way it's supposed to be seen, that just felt right to me. So it was a little weird. All right, I'm watching Kai, but I'm watching it 
the way it was originally produced, but it's still upscaled in some new scenes here and there. It looks as great as it's going to look. Audio quality, like I said, there's just a single stereo audio track. There's no 5.1. There's nothing like that. It's just the audio as it's broadcast. I think that's weird. There's no 5.1. I mean, if part of the appeal of Kai is just completely redoing the audio, why not offer that 5.1 surround sound? I agree. Even Especially on a Blu-ray a disc. Like, seriously. Why just be standard? Go all out. Come on. <laughs> that's right. I mean, it sounds great. The voice is crystal clear. The music sounds fantastic. It is what it is. It's a stereo audio track. I guess the only other thing we can talk about is kind of bonus content. Really, there's just the one trailer for Raging Blast. It was one of the earlier promo videos, so you don't see a whole lot in there. A little bit of the opening, a little bit of the gameplay. I think it's the video where Super Saiyan 2 Gohan is fighting Cell, and he does like five uppercuts in a row. It reminded me so much of playing Legends, where I would just do... Remember the Meteo attacks in those games? I never played Legends. Really? Yeah. Well, it was very similar in Final Battle, which I know you played, where yeah. you go into this, it kind of like swirls around, yeah, 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 and you yeah. go around them. That I know. Legend uh, had a, a similar version where, you know, you'd start bouncing them just up in the sky. The way Gohan does it in this video reminded me of just doing the same Meteo attack over and over in Legends. So it's kind of like a, almost a shoddy little promo video. I mean, they're really that good of a player. This is how you want to show off the game. Anyway, it, it's... That's it. That's your bonus content on this disc. I guess you could say, well, the bonus content is I got the 4x3, Dragon Soul and Yabrake yeah, are in a, an expanded 4x3, different from what you saw on TV. That was one thing I thought was cool. They look great. Especially with the ending theme, that ending yeah. shot where you see like everything. To me, that was like, yeah, wallpaper. And there's a shot in there. I think Shenlong's in the background, which you didn't really see otherwise until you get the full 4x3. It looks great. It sounds great. It's really just Kai episodes 1 through 3 in the best presentation you can get them. Right now on Amazon Japan, it's 2232 and it's 2900 on CD Japan. What do you think? I guess Blu-ray is going to be the way to go simply because of the box sets that are going to be coming out and the fact that it's the proper framing, 4x3, mm-hmm. and that it looks the best. Right. That's my thought. Are we going to continue to get it? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. It's so confusing because we're getting the Dragon Boxes here as they come out, and I don't want to be buying the series. The same There's series the potential twice. to be buying it simultaneously in two different countries. Right. That potential is there, and it's frightening. I, I would rather <laughs> just get it here. Yeah, um, you've heard our opinions on Kai, where we're not thoroughly interested in it. And if I've seen Z, if I'm going to rewatch the series, that's how I'm going to rewatch the series, at least specific scenes. It is nice to have this first disc of Kai. You know, we've got the opening and ending themes. You can compare some of the musical cues and stuff. But episode one was such a turnoff for me when it first aired. And now I've got that episode on disc. I would like to have at least the Saiyajin arc at some point. So maybe I'll very slowly pick up the next two sets. I don't know. It's not a priority for me. This is the thing where if you are a manga-only fan and you're only just now getting into a TV version and you're just now getting into Kai and you're really digging it, this is what you want to grab. I I don't know really who else I can recommend it to other than if you already love Kai. If you're a straight-up Z fan, this probably is not for you. That's all I got. Mary, are we done with that? Yeah, I think so. All right, moving on releases. October is basically over, so let's cruise through November's releases. Lots of stuff, including some delays. I'll get you going here on November 3rd to Tuesday. Over here in the U.S., Viz Kids Chapter Book Volume 5 for Dragon Ball. Oh, don't let that shit in libraries. <laughs> I don't care if there's no pictures. Pornography. Those words are kind of dirty. 
80 pages of smut for $4.99. You can get it pretty much everywhere for that price since the profit margin is so low. $4.99 everywhere. Mary, next day over in Japan. We've got Dragon Ball Kai Song Collection. It has the opening and ending themes, insert songs, plus more. It's 11 tracks and is $29.40 yen. You can pre-order it on CD Japan for $2,800 yen. Also that day, we've got Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, it's a Spanish release. On region to uh, PAL formatting. Not sure on the price, but uh, you can hopefully learn more on ZonaDVD.com. Yeah, apparently the Blu-ray actually already came out, I think, a couple of weeks ago. This is going to be the DVD release of it. All right, taking it over here to the U.S. again on November 10th. A big day, although we're missing something here. Dragon Ball Z Attack of the Saiyans. Saiyans, I guess they want it to be. This is the American release of Dragon Ball Kai Saiyajin Raishu for the Nintendo DS. Coming from Namco Bandai, it is $29.99. You can grab it from GameStop, Amazon, all the regular places for about that same price. Looking forward to this one. Nice new handheld RPG. Talked about this earlier, Dragon Ball Raging Blast also hitting on the same day. The American release on the PS3 and 360 developed by Spike coming from Namco Bandai. This one will run you $59.99. Again, GameStop, Amazon, all those places. Finally on that day, we've got Season 2 of Dragon Ball, their new remastered sets. Funimation, Dragon Ball TV episodes 32 through 61 on 5 discs. Two audio tracks, you've got a 5.1 dub track, and you've got the original Japanese track. These new sets are a wonderfully 4x3 in an aspect ratio, and the remastered is more akin to the GT sets rather than the uh, orange bricks. This is the stuff you want. MSRP is forty nine ninety eight. though Amazon still got the pre-order for $36.99. This was going to be the 10th, Mary, but now, November 17th. Right, the one, the only Dragon Ball Z Dragon Box set number one from Funimation, episodes uh, 1 through 42, split across six discs, has uh, the original Japanese mono audio track and an English dub in 5.1 surround sound from the Orange Bricks. There is no dub TV broadcast musical score track. MSRP is about 80 bucks, but you can pre-order it on Amazon for 56 November 18th, heading back over to Japan again. Dragon Ball Kai soundtrack volume 2. Two COCX three five nine two two. They're claiming this one will have more than thirty background tracks as well as the opening and endings. Like I said, the eighteenth for twenty nine forty. Although you can pre-order on CD Japan for twenty eight hundred. We just recently got the cover art. We're still waiting on a track list for it. Mary, there you go. The cover art for this. Ick. All right. I want to take uh, one more for Japan. November 19th, the next day. Dragon Ball Kai calendar. Two Ooh, months per calendars. giant image. Fifteen seventy-five MSRP. You can knock off about a buck over on CD Japan. Mary, please continue onwards. Speaking oh, of wow. crazy release schedules. This is a crazy month. Holy cow. The Dragon Ball Kai DVD single disc. Volume 3 uh, contains episodes 7 through 9. This is the one, as we explained before, with the 16 by 9 aspect ratio, cropped and in standard definition. Do not forget that part. MSRP is 29.40 yen. You can pre-order it on CD Japan for 2,800 yen or 21.76 yen on Amazon Japan. Yes. Finishing off November, two more items. November 25th, it's a Wednesday. We've got the Progression CD single. This is LACM 4647 and is the opening theme to Dragon Ball Raging Blast. 
performed by the man, the myth, the legend, Hironobu Kageyama. 1,200 yen, nice cheap CD single. CD Japan's got it for 11.43. Then also on that day over in France, they've got Dragon Ball Volume 5 in their Kanzenban release. From Glenat, it is 10.55 euros. Looks like Amazon France has a pre-order for 10.02. Mary, that wraps up an amazingly long wowza, November wowza. We got one email for you this week. Mary, take it away. Nerd of a hero. Wow, awesome name. What's so legendary about Broly in the first place? Yeah, he kicked everybody's asses, but I don't think he's a so-called legendary Super Saiyan. To me, he's just a screaming lunatic on steroids who has incredible power after breaking his restraints, thus overflowing. He may have had a tail underneath his belt, as shown in Movie 11 with his clone and the concept art explaining his power increase. If that's the case, there may not be such a thing to begin with. I'm with you, nerd of a hero. (laughs) Well, here we go. Broly's form that you see in movie eight, the big bulked up, no people's hair on ends. That form is given the name Densetsu no Super Saiyajin, literally legendary Super Saiyan. It's given that name in the Daizenshu. Now, that's the name of the form. If you personally want to refer to Broly himself as the legendary Super Saiyan, yeah, that's a huge discussion you can have. I mean, we have this supposed legend, and then Goku is the one to really fulfill it and become that uh, Namek against Frieza, blah, 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 blah. From our perspective, when we use that term, we are referring to the form itself that Broly has, which is his own distinct individual form that no one else in the series or movies uses. It is individual, unique to Broly himself. That's it. Very, very easy. Mary, if people have questions, comments, concerns, all the good stuff, well, where's it going to? Send emails to podcast.dizex.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. You can also follow us on Twitter at DizeX for regular news and sign announcements, or individually as VegitoEX, Saya Jedi, or Mary T.O.T. Thank you much. That concludes episode 194 of our show. Get back into the swing of things. I know it's a kind of short one compared to what we like to do. Mary, let's discuss upcoming episodes. Oh boy, with so much merch coming out, I'm sure we'll be covering... <laughs> Most of it in some respect, but um, next week we've got the Revenge of King Piccolo review, as you mentioned earlier. Yes, now normally this would be a manga review of awesomeness. However, too soon. Too soon. Since 193 was manga, and now we're only on 194 right now, we'll delay that a week. And King Piccolo is uh, a very recent release, so we'll cover that next week. You haven't played it yet. No, I haven't. I've been diving into it, so i got to make sure I uh, plop a control I will, but hands. I'm scared now. <laughs> I was looking forward to it, but you curse a lot. And whenever you curse at games, it makes me run, run away into the woods. Just just really the one time. And you weren't even here to hear it. No, this morning, you were. Yeah, totally. I get over it. That'll You're like, I'm, I'm stuck! I'm stuck! I figured that. Got me so- oh, wait, no, I do this. I was good. I was good. Alright, so that was 195. We'll do Revenge of King Piccolo. Week after that, like I said, for 196. We will get back into the swing with a manga review of Awesomeness, Volume 30. One. That'll take us into November. We're heading into the end of the year, heading into, I guess, the fourth year anniversary of the show. Yeah, almost episode 200. Almost episode 200. Craziness. So thank you, folks. You can find us on DaizenshuEx, www.daizex.com. Got our website, all the news you can eat, and the wonderful content. We've also got our forum and our chat that you can hang out and talk with us 
at. So, for Mary over here, bye-bye. For Julian, who I don't think I have mentioned a single time this episode, off in Japan, I apologize, Julian. We will uh, make sure we grab you for the show soon. For all of you guys, my name is Mike, Vegito EX, and uh, I guess I'm going to end the show and play some more Piccolo. Thank you for listening to Daizenshu EX, the podcast. Please listen to us next time. Look forward to it. Hello there and welcome back to the Dip The Dip James. So now I'm calling the words.